Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 183. The Rise Up Network is committed to sharing the stories of those servant leaders, those men and women that are out there making a difference in the marketplace and their community, those folks that are serving others and making an impact. We have a phenomenal servant leader in studio with us. We have a young man who's an entrepreneur and attorney, but really at the heart of it, he's a servant leader. He's a guy who wears a heart on his sleeve and he's up to big things and making a difference for others. We have business owner and attorney, Dan Fulkerson. Welcome, Dan. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's great to be here. So Dan, you're doing a lot of stuff and we're gonna dig in, but first let's back up a little bit. You know, Share with our listeners on our network your background. You know. Where are you from? Where'd you go to school? What had you choose law? I love that. So I was born in Chicago. Okay. I moved to Boise, Idaho. Actually, technically, Eagle, Idaho, which is Eagle, a small Idaho. little farm town outside of Boise, Idaho. And so that's where I grew up. And I was in Eagle, Idaho until I was 18 years old. And okay. then knew it was a little too small for me. And I'd cleaned my last horse stall. And I ran as fast as I could for California and for San Diego. And I've been here since. Got it. And where'd you go to school? So I started at Mesa College. Um, Came here, didn't have the means to be able to pay out-of-state tuition. And so it was, well, how do you survive in San Diego? And, you know, found the route to Mesa College, did two years at Mesa to get my residency in state, and then transferred over to San Diego State from there. And, you know, it was was great. Everyone looks, and I'll I'll never forget Mesa College. Uh, I was walking out of class one day, and I, I ran into this guy, and he's like, Oh, so what do you want to do when you get older? I'm like, I'm going to be an attorney. He's like, you're at Mesa College. There's no way. Find another dream. And I'll never <laughs> sure, forget kid. that. Yeah, thanks. I'm like, okay. But I'll never forget that because that, that one stuck with me. But sure. yeah, transferred into San Diego State, uh, did my undergrad in business. And then from there, couldn't really figure out. I, I studied for uh, two semesters abroad in Oxford, England. and was lucky enough to cool. study it. Yeah, it was, it was one of the best experiences of my life. I studied at New College in Oxford and that's when I decided I was going to take the LSAT and I, I wanted to be an attorney. But when I got back, I also took the GMAT, which is what allows you to see if you can get in for your master's in business. And I, I was lucky and I did well on both and I got accepted in some scholarship opportunities on both. So I decided now in hindsight, it was a good decision. It was the longest two and a half years of my life, but I put my head down and did both of them at the same time and finished. Wow. Yeah. It was a long two and a half years, but it was no friends, no social life, none of that, but study all school. But yeah, it was, it was now having both the JD and the MBA. It's all worth it. So, so you get out. Yep. Then what? So during law school, I, I'd interned at a couple different places and it's like, I was, I was that perfect. Why are you going to law school? Well, because I heard attorneys make a lot of money. You know, it was, I didn't have like the passion for it. I, I, I guess you'd say that I went into it for the wrong reasons. And I went, and that into, was originally what it was. You're like, that right, was what it was. Like how am I going to the end? Yeah. And, and I didn't have a safety net. So it was, how can I put myself in a place where I'm not going to feel insecure financially? And yeah. so I think that was the prodding factor, which, you know, like all things that you do, if you chase in money, it's not going to end very well. And so I had to find my passion for it through the process. But I, I, I interned at several different firms. I interned at the U.S. Attorney's Office. It wasn't for me. I interned at a big corporate firm, pushing push paper. It wasn't for me. And I finally interned at a personal injury firm. In the human connection, I come from a family of doctors, and I think it just clicked. And it was first week. I mean, I was there one week, and it was this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And just being able to deal with so many different people that come in and they have their lives turned upside down, and you can see it through to the other side and watch them you know, 
pick themselves back up and get right back on track of life and to be able to be there and to help through that process was once I touched it, that was what I was going to do forever. So I found it. You got that feeling of service and the reward that you get back for giving. Very much so. And it was just, and I was good at it. I was instantly very good at it. And so it was one of those things where, you know, however you want to say it, I knew it was meant for me. And once you have that light bulb moment, you can't, it's hard to turn away from. So that's what I've been doing since. And so you, you know, you started, so you're working for that firm. Yep. What, you know, what was it that had you say, all right, this is great. And I see another avenue, I see another opportunity, and I need, I need to start my own gig. So uh, many, many different things. And you know, today is, happens to be 319 is the day that I left my other firm. So 319.16, um, day that is very important to me. And 319 or 419? Oh, I apologize, I'm a month off. 419, April 19th, 16. So I'm a month off. April 19th, 16th is the three-year anniversary of when I left the old firm. And you know, it was, I, I'd, I'd been there for six years. I was pretty much running the firm. When I started there, there was three other you know people in the firm, four other people in the firm, and maybe you know a hundred cases. And when I left, I built that thing to you know thirty-person staff with you know many many attorneys, and we probably had twelve hundred active cases. So I, I mean, I, I was able to to build it how I wanted to. But the problem was is. In my industry, you have two types of firms. You have personal injury firms that try to be volume firms and try to do as many cases. I'll take as many cases as I can. The problem with that is is you can never put the time and the quality that you need to into those cases. And so what happens is you end up settling cases for less value than what they should settle for, and then the clients get less money to their pocket. And Mm -hmm. if you're the attorney on the case, well, yeah, a little bit of, uh, you know, a a lesser settlement isn't going to make a huge impact in your life, but five or $10,000 different to people is a huge, huge impact. And I just got to the point where I couldn't do that kind of volume work anymore. It just, it was, it was eating my soul. It was, it was going to give me cancer. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I didn't feel good about the work that I was Mm. doing because it was not concentrated work. I couldn't put the, the effort into every file that it deserved. And that's not how I am as a, a person. And that's just not never how I've been able to do work. And so I, I woke up one day and was just for that and other things that I I found out about the place that I was at that I didn't agree with. And it was just, this is the line in the sand and this is done. And I walked away from, you know, a a position where I was making a very, very, very good income and I was very financially stable and I had nothing. Like I didn't have a plan. I hadn't, you know, sat down for two months and figured out, oh, I'm going to start bought a Fulkerson and put bulldogs on everything. And this is what we're going to do. It was just a, I have to do this. You know you needed a change. I, I had to. I like couldn't yeah. live with myself. And so I walked in and said, I'm out and decided from there what I was going to do. And didn't have a plan. You had no plan. That's awesome. No plan to the point of my my now law partner and very good friend, Paul Botta, um, was there and left with me for very, very similar reasons. And the next day we go to, you know, Staples or one of these office supply stores and the guy grabs a ream of paper, one ream. And I'm like, Paul, we're starting a law firm. You better grab more than one ream. So, I mean, it was no plan. Like <laughs> push, push the kitchen table up against the wall and there's your first desk and let's go. And then Love we it. just kind of put it together from there. Wow. And so you start Bottle Fulkerson. Yep. You know, what did those first six, 12 months look like? Scariest time of my life. I mean, sure we we were just literally 
trying to survive and trying to put pieces together. But what we did both have the understanding of was that every dollar was going to get reinvested back into the business. And so we didn't take a penny of distribution for 18 months. Neither one of us. We tightened our belt. We lived off savings, you know, did whatever we needed to do to get by, but we knew we were going to grow the business from a position of strength. And so we were going to build the foundation the right way. So, you know, it was slowly but surely. We started at my house and then we moved to Barrister Suites and then we had two people in two Barrister Suites office and get a third Barrister Suites office. Eventually we had half of the Barrister's floor and that's when we knew we needed an office. But it was always an investment in people and we were able to bring on really, really, really talented, good people early on. And I think that now looking back at it three years in, I mean, our growth is pretty phenomenal to be one of the biggest personal injury firms in San Diego three years in. I don't think any firm's grown like that. And I attribute all of that to the people we brought in. I mean, Mm. we were so lucky to surround ourselves with just fantastic attorneys, fantastic paralegals. But more than that, they're just quality human beings, which is really important when building an organization. Yeah. I mean, really, you are, you're the sum total of the people around you. 1000%. You know, and I mean, I say this on and off and my team gets a laugh, but I said, I'm the dumbest guy on my team. Yeah. You know, I have very smart, talented people around me. Yep. And, it's, and it's nice to be able to build something and create something special and pour into other people. Yep. And they'll be so loyal and go to bat for you for a long time. And then it shows up in your clients and your customers. And you know it's real when you start doing things that are adverse to your business interests because they're in the best interest of your people. Yeah. I have someone right now that's been with me for eight years and he's like my right hand. He's one yep. of my best friends in the world. And I am going to kick him out of my office this year because I know what he's dreamed to do in life is to be either an airline mechanic or an airline pilot. And he's finally through flight school and so now it's time. And awesome. as much as it's gonna be like cutting off my right hand, I know it's the best thing for him. So I'm not going to give him a choice. He's got to do it because it's what he <laughs> needs to do in his life. But that once you get to that point, that's when you know it's different. Like yeah. it's it's these people become my family and they sacrifice for me. And so I'm always going to do whatever I need to do to put them in the best position possible, even if that means that it's moving on from me. And if that's right. what's best for them, then that's what needs to happen. Right. So what does, you know, what does your law firm look like? as far as the type of work that you guys do, the type of cases, you know, the type of clients that you guys enjoy serving? Yeah. So we're a personal injury law firm. I would say 70% of our practice is car accidents, motorcycle accidents, you know, awful things like that. And then we have the premise liability cases, which can be anywhere from dog bite situations to slip and falls. But it is, it's, it's as opposite of a practice that I was in before as you can get in the sense that it's very concentrated. I tell everyone that calls me and I I answer all of my own calls. Every incoming client calls my cell phone. Every client gets my cell phone. There should be no communication issues. Um, and I tell every client, every you know potential new client, I can't tell you whether I can take your case because I don't take every case. I want to make sure it's a good fit, and I want to make sure that it's something that we can put the right amount of energy in to get you the right result. So there's a lot of cases that I don't take that I'll send over to other people, but if we take your case, you're getting all of it, and you're getting the whole team, and you're getting 100%, and that's how I know that every single one of our files has worked the right way. And it's just, it, it's, it's a philosophy of don't take work if you can't do it right. And that mm. I'll pass up on money before I'm going to take a case if I can't give it everything that I got. But our office is, is different in the sense that, you know, 
you're going to meet with an attorney. You're not going to meet with a paralegal. You're going to have direct conversations with me. I'm going to be the one that's checking in on you. So it is very hands-on. It's very boutique like that. And, and I think that people that are injured in these situations deserve that. There's no nine to five. If you're you know, injured in an accident with a broken femur and you have a question at 8 p.m. at night, you should be able to call me so I can answer, ask your, answer your question. And you know, that's the availability that I provide to my clients and that my staff provides to the clients and it's different than anywhere you'll find but I I do think it's the right way to do this type of work yeah I mean I love something you said that you know 30 seconds ago is you know don't take the work if you can't do it right yeah I mean it just makes sense it sounds simple but it's so powerful if you can't fulfill on what your promise is why do it and so many people do it the opposite yeah I'll take as much work as I can and then I'll figure it out right there's people's yeah. lives, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, Matters. Dis, it's disrespectful at a point, you yeah. know, and I just, I'm a big believer in energy. I'm a big believer in karma. And I just think yeah. that y- you got to do things the right way. And so that's, we're building this thing to be around for 20 years. And again, I'm going to change the way people look at personal injury attorneys. So it's important that everything is done the right way. And, you know, you have been, you know, I want to change directions a little bit. Yeah. Your branding is completely unique, and it's phenomenal, by it's the crazy, way. It's crazy, right? Like, bulldogs I love it. everywhere. Oh, my God. I'm a huge dog lover, and I see these bulldogs. It's so memorable. I was like, how can you not know Bada Fulkerson at this point? Right. Where did that even come from? Obviously, you're a dog lover. Where did this come from? True story. Probably three weeks in, we're trying to figure out, like, okay, Bada Fulkerson's brand. I was going to do Bada Folk, because I thought Fulkerson was too long. I mean, we're okay. literally trying to figure out right. all these you things. You got one ream right? of paper like, in your hand. Like, yeah, what do we do? I don't know. So we're putting it together, and I'm looking at, like, legal shields and scales of justice, <laughs> you know? And it's like, and I'm sitting there in bed at 12 o'clock at night one night, and I'm like, bulldogs next to me, of course. I have three English bulldogs. They run my life. I'm obsessed. And I'm just like, what? Let's use the bulldog. Like it's the, you know, notorious legal, stubborn, ornery, but we'll always have your back and we'll always fight for you and just loyal as all get out. And wow. so it and it's my life. It's sincere. It's what I it's want. Honest. And it's if you're gonna go all in on something, I think you have to build your life around that thing because then it's easy to go all in. Like I wrapped all of my cars, like you talk about the crazy advertising, I wrapped every single one of my cars with bulldogs. And people are like, You ruined all your cars. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I love bulldogs. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm good. Like, I like them more now. And so it just, it, it automatically became, this is the mascot. And I'm lucky enough to have a law partner that knows I'm crazy, but that trusts me. And I said, hey, can we run with this? And he said, Dan, you do your thing. And so we just started going from there. And it's, I've tried to do it. My questions to my, my question to myself was always, would a normal 50-year-old standard attorney understand what I'm doing? And if the answer was yes, I was going to not do it and do something else. And if the answer was no, then I was all in. And it was just because I knew that I had to disrupt the industry some way. And this was my way of doing it. And, you know, it started out where we had... Uh, bulldog shirts with our bulldog mascot printed on it and we would say if you saw any of my cars around town take a picture and tag it on Facebook or social and we'll send you a shirt we sent out a thousand shirts within like four months and it was like are you kidding me and so it just it kind of created its own you know life and we've been able to do really fun things we have an 18 foot tall blow up bulldog that we got uh, yeah we got it made in China it's a very interesting process the gentleman's name that made it was Apple and he spoke no English so 
communicating that we wanted a 20 foot tall bulldog was interesting, but it actually is fantastic. We take it around to uh, events on the weekends and it's a sponsored dog. So if you take a picture in front of it and you post it online, we donate an amount of money to that charity. So it's yeah, just great fun stuff. So we are just trying to do it different and just trying to keep it fun. I don't want to be solicitous. I'm not going to do the cheesy, you know, gimmicky injured, hurt, call us today. Hope you're hurt so I can make some money off of you. Like I don't, I won't be that guy. I'm the guy that's, I hope you never need me, but if you need me, here I am and you know that I'm going to give you everything and I'm going to do it the right way. And that's the way that we're trying to do it. And so it's all word of mouth. It's all reputation. It's all based from, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's disruptive. I think it's special. Where does, you know, where does this service come from? You're involved in like 20 nonprofits and charities you're given part of your pay and income back yeah. to the community. Where did that even come from? Like, where'd you, where'd you get the selflessness and the generosity? So we, it was something that was important to us when we started the firm because I think it's lacking in our, our industry. But like, I mean, were your parents generous like this? Like, like you don't just wake my, up and my say, mom, I'm going to get back. My mom is like the, like the, the angel person. Like she's yeah. the person that lives for everyone else before she lives for that her. mom. She's that. That's like, awesome. I don't know when the last time she bought herself jeans because she will make sure that everyone else's needs are filled before her needs are. Yeah. That's my mother. So yes, you know, meals on wheels and all of those things as kids. So you grew were, up, you know, learning one, and seeing service firsthand. 1000%. But I think that there is a power that comes with success. And I think sure. that when you, t- when you know that, then it, it magnifies what you need to do. And so I knew that it was something that we need to ramp up and level up and do even more of. And it just became, like I told you when we started this, it became something that once you touched it, once you became a part of these organizations, I get more out of it than I think that I give into it. I mean, the Friends of Scott Prom, for example, that we've been a part of now for the last three years, and we were just did it a few weeks ago, we get to hold a prom for kids with terminal cancer so they get to come and be kids for the night. Like we lost the princess of the prom last year, three weeks after the prom. Like if that doesn't put your life into perspective and your problems that you quote unquote problems that you think are problems into perspective, nothing else will. I don't have bad days because of the organizations I'm involved with because I get to see life every day. And that gives you a perspective that is priceless. And so I think that's a big part of it. And the other part of it is, is I want to push other business owners to do the same thing. Maybe not to the extent we are, but I think if I'm as loud about it as I am, Mm. I think people will see it and people will realize it's something that's important to do. And so that's my goal is I want every business owner that's making money in this community to also be willing to give it back and to make an impact and not just cut a check. There's there's it, there's value in giving a monetary donation. Don't sure. get me wrong, but show up. Be there as a person. Bring your network. Bring your energy. There's as much value to that as there is cutting a check. And I think so many people just cut the money and cut the check. I'm at every single event. Paul's at every single event. We want to be. We need to be because that's part of it. It's just who you are. It's who we are. You know, in closing... You know, parting thoughts for our listeners, people listening to this, the Rise Up Network, people that are committed to service, 
what's your want? What's your ask for the community? What's what's your vision? What do you hope? If anyone is looking for a cause, looking for an organization to get involved with, if anyone finds themselves in a place maybe that they're not as happy as they'd like to be or they're kind of in a life rut, please reach out because I would love to be able to connect you with an organization you could get involved with that I think that would add a tremendous amount of value. And I think a lot of it is finding the right organization. I think that there's so many amazing nonprofits from just in time for foster youth to dog rescues to friends of Scott, find what works for you to include autism. I mean, there's so many amazing nonprofits that we work with that reach out. I'm happy to try to connect the dots because again, I think that it will add so much value to people, to your own life and to the community that it's something that everyone should get involved with. How do people get a hold of you? Um, so bottafulkerson.com. You can find us online. Um, you can find me online, Dan Fulkerson, or you can just give us a call. You know, my cell phone is always on me and, you know, just look us up online. Give me a call. I'll set up a meeting again. This is what I'm passionate about. I want people to get involved. So I will always spend the time to, you know, do whatever I can to connect dots when it comes to this. Love it. Dan, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Well, you promised to come back on. You better believe it. And I'll see you tomorrow for dinner. Absolutely. Folks, this is what servant leader sounds like. This is what a servant leader looks like. I hope that you listening to this took one little nugget from Dan and are just going to go out there and make a difference in your part of the world, whether that's smiling to your neighbor, being a little bit nicer to your coworker, or giving grace to that person that just doesn't even need it. You know, the mission of Rise Up is to get people out there and be kind and make a difference with others. So our charge as we wrap this up is get out there, rise up, go make a difference. I love it. Spread good energy. Spread good energy. Be a good person. Spread good energy.